Hello there. I'm back again. And I woke up early this morning. And um, I just started thinking about a few moments in the past few years where I didn't think the way I do now. And I want to talk about it because it's important for me to be honest and transparent with myself and others and make myself accountable because the only way to have integrity is to do that, to take responsibility for what you do or don't do and try to find effective solutions. So at the beginning of this journey, I was so consumed by negative and I didn't even realize it was so normal for me for a while that I didn't know you could live any other way. I didn't think that that was real because it wasn't real for me. And the first memory I was thinking about was at my brother's wedding years back. And they had a little Vegas thing. And then we went out to eat. And in line, it it was her family and our family. And I guess there were issues on that side. And people were there who they didn't want to be there or who were causing problems. I don't really know because I was still at that time um, not really friends with my brother and his wife. Um, We were around each other and I was civil-ish, but, you know, I had a bad attitude And I have a lot of energy, and so I could really bring down the room. And so, you know, it makes sense that her family that did that was there. And so in line, as we're waiting for this, um, like, buffet place, one of her family members uh, walked past my grandpa and shoved him in the shoulder pretty hard. Like, you know, when it's a tight space where you're just walking, and it, it obviously... To me, it was deliberate, and I think that it was, but not personal to me. I think just, you know, if you're already in that kind of headspace, that that stuff happens anyways, and so you're already on guard all the time and angry, and I was like that. So I got mad at that, and I was talking loud enough for her to hear me because I thought that she would turn around and she didn't and so I just was talking shit out loud and then one of my uncles who I didn't know was there offered commentary and um he was just like damn and (laughs) uh it's pretty hilarious now I wasn't laughing then though And, um, yeah, so I kind of was already in that space. So by the time that we actually got seated, (laughs) um, it was me, the waiter and my mom and my husband and only us were in this experience. (laughs) They were the only one there as, um, my hostages, hostages, as I proceeded to yell at this this kid he had to be I don't know in his mid-20s maybe maybe like 1920 and what happened was I he my mom was trying to ask him if we were allowed to just sit in this section that they gave us because there was a big group and um she didn't want to you know, take uh, people who were just going to the buffet spots. She was trying to be, you know, considerate. And so she was explaining this to this gentleman and being very polite, understandable. And then 
he says with um, annoyance in his tone and face, anyways, uh, what do you want to drink? Completely just disregarded her. And so I fucking lost it. And I just started yelling at this fool, talking shit to him. And, um, you know, I probably might have mentioned something about getting the boss. I don't know. I'd like to think that I didn't say that, but I was pretty um, shitty then. And so I don't think I would have actively sought out that as a response per se, but I would have said it to if I thought it gave me power or something, which it didn't. And so I just, (laughs) I go off on him and I start cussing him out and explaining how she was just asking a question why did he completely disregard what she was saying and here's the crazy part of this story to me is my mother and my husband both were making me feel like I was a crazy one and okay yes I am and I was for sure but I guess I just Thought that I would have more uh, solidarity in that way. And it turned into my mom just, like, begging and pleading me not to make a big deal out of this. To, like, let it go. And that frustrated me even more because I'm not crazy. But, you know, yeah, I guess it was kind of crazy. Because I didn't even consider anything on his side. I didn't consider that he was young. I didn't consider that... Maybe this was his first job. Maybe it was his first fucking day. But he looked pretty stressed. So, you know, and I've been in jobs where you're serving people and people get really entitled and they want to act crazy. And so I didn't consider any of that. And I immediately just assumed he was offending my mom and disrespecting her. And then upon their response that I felt they didn't support what I was doing and how I was behaving which in retrospect you know makes me respect them more because I kind of was like a loose cannon I could go off whenever people definitely were treading on eggshells for sure and and so then my mom does that, and I get annoyed, but I'm like, all right, fine, yeah, it's not a big deal, whatever, uh, and then, and then, my husband's like, what do you want to drink? Like, I'm gonna take a fucking drink from somebody I just cussed out for potentially no reason, just that I'm being crazy, and, like, I'm gonna be dumb enough to drink it? No, it's too soon, and even if I did want something, somebody else would have to order it. So he didn't know it was mine. Um, And then that was annoying. But (laughs) I was thinking about this experience this morning really early. And I was just laughing. Because I'm so intense. And I just, I wasn't how I am now. Um, I was easily triggered by things and people. And... I learned to be defensive in my perspective and felt that everybody was out to get me. And now it makes sense because it's like, how can a total stranger be out to get you on that deep of a personal level? There's no way. I mean, I guess, yeah, if they were masters at, you know, what is the word for that? Um, Where they're really slick and sly and you know smooth with things playing situations and people to their advantage kind of like a real magician but maybe not so fun spirited in fun spirited ways and um so I just reacted and um They were they were the ones who witnessed this and saw it firsthand. And um, it definitely makes me want to recount the memory with them to see to see the truth, the whole truth, because I just only have my perspective. And then, 
you know, coming back to it. And so uh, I ended up calming down eventually and the guy was amazing. I wish I remembered the name of the place. I definitely don't remember his name, but he handled that incident amazing as best as you can handle it on that side. Um, He could have made the situation so much worse. So much worse for him, for me, for, you know, I would have, like, ruined this wedding (laughs) that was uh, already fucking questionable to begin with in the sense of organization-wise. Obviously, they've been together for a while, so even though I didn't really like them, per se, I understood it and supported it. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, love. So that was one of the incidents that I was thinking about, and then... Another one was how, okay, so my grandpa and I were basically the same person in a lot of ways. Um, We're the same zodiac sign, so we're, we do a lot of things that are alike. Um, We want things a certain way, we, uh... (sighs) are stubborn as hell, dig our heels in when we've decided something, um, things like that. And, you know, I've talked about how I know that my energy is intense and, and huge. I can carry the room emotionally if I mastered myself enough. And, and I know that because, you know, like I said, I I know that I would come into a situation sometimes and then totally bring it down to my toxicity level. Like, I knew that. Um, nobody had to tell me it was something I could feel. Uh, intuition, gut feeling, um, my conscience, you know, whatever word you want to use. So I, I knew it. And plus, I could see it. You know, sometimes you can see how, not sometimes, you can see when somebody who's got intense energy, if they're not in the best mood or (laughs) vibe, they kind of bring the whole room down. And then just depending on the hierarchy, hierarchy? The levels, like, if they're the top boss, for example, then that's really going to affect versus if you're just, you know, an employee with not that much power. But it's still going to bring down the room and the energy of people. And I think that's just because the majority of people aren't paying attention to their energy. They don't understand it. They don't know how to use it. So if it, if you don't use it, somebody else will. Like That's the game here. So figure out how to master yourself, I would say. So, um, I would get in moods because, you know, my, I hated my life. I was very ungrateful. Um, I was blaming people, being the victim, incredibly just toxicity all over. Um, the exact thing that I would right now turn and run from because I'm like, no, fuck that. I've been there, done that. I don't want to go back. And so um, I used to get in these moods and I would just bring the whole house down with me. Like everybody would be angry. If I was angry, by the time I had talked to every person in the house, they would be angry and it would just be looming in this house. And um, I noticed my grandpa would get moodier and, you know, some days he'd wake up just not with it. (laughs) And... um, What triggered this memory is I was thinking about how I know I've changed because he, as an example, just seems happier. Um, Not that, like, I'm not trying to take credit for him and his life and, like, be like, oh, yeah, I'm the star of this show and I control everybody. But I am aware of the influence that I can have. And... Again, I think that definitely everybody in this house wasn't paying attention to their energy, didn't understand it. Um, so, you know, it's just me here 
understanding something that nobody else is thinking about, really. And he's just happier now. He's, I, it's been a long time since he's woken up moody. And I think even the last time he did, he, it didn't stay long. Because, you know, he'd be moody and then moody all day. And so, um, I got interrupted again. Um, but I've noticed that he, he's not as moody. And it was just so much more apparent when I was thinking back because I can specifically remember a handful, a couple handful of incidents where I just thought, oh, he's not in a good mood. And this is stuff that I never realized, I never thought about, I didn't understand. I named that crazy version of myself bitch assness. Um because that's who she was. Just a bitch ass bitch. And then I started thinking about when um my husband and I were first learning to be together and work as a team and there was a lot of fighting and stress and you know normal things that couples have to adjust to and you know figure out the best way to compromise with each other to work as a team and I remember him talking about Twitter because I I try to be in the social media but I, I'm still struggling and so at first I really wasn't trying to get into all the social medias and I didn't want Twitter and then I made I created an account it, despite myself and I really didn't like it I didn't want to learn it I was really resisting it for some reason and um I ended up never going on and then getting locked out and it just it seems so annoying for me to even fix that so I was just like no I'm not gonna have a twitter and like as we my husband and I were going through stuff I I remember having this conversation where he was basically telling me that (laughs) he talks shit about me on Twitter. And it was his way of, you know, what's the word? Taking it out, taking out his emotions and dealing with it. And I was upset because there were certain things I didn't like. Like, I didn't want... I didn't want people who knew us to see that. Not because I was embarrassed about my actions. I mean, I am, but I don't care if people know. I just... I feel like it makes it easier for other people to infiltrate. And I don't like that. I do not like that. If I have a relationship with you, platonic or romantic, I don't want... And need the world um, prying in it and giving their opinions. Because they're unwarranted. I don't care. What we decide is cool for our relationship is between us as far as I'm concerned. I don't need people to tell me what they think I'm doing right or wrong. Because I'm going to keep doing whatever I want. And as long as that other person and I have found a compromise, then cool. Because over-communicating is my thing and... I fuck up a lot, so, you know, I need to give a little to get a little. And so, that was a concern. And then the other concern was, um, it was mostly that. It was mostly, you know, people that we knew that would see that. Um, and then, you know, making it easier to get in the business of our relationship and then um 
um oh and I didn't want him saying too much so like I I love freedom of speech and expressing yourself and I never want to um take that away from somebody else and like my thing is I mention my husband and I'll say certain things but I don't for the most part uh get into our relationship that much because well I just really don't want it out there he's much more out there about our relationship and you know he and I discuss all the time what's appropriate what's not appropriate for us so there's no ill will there and um and the point of this is that you know, oh wait, let me just finish that thought. So I don't like to get into all the details. Like you might, you know now that we fought a lot and I've talked about specific fights, but I don't disclose every single thing that we talked about. And I don't get into details and I don't, like that shit's sacred to me. Certain things people don't need to know about. And again, I'm getting comfortable with people thinking whatever the fuck they want because I can't control it but as long as you and I know how our relationship is and how we navigate through it then that's fine and so when I brought these things up to him he had already considered that he had already made sure that those things weren't happening he wasn't divulging too much in detail and he didn't follow people that we knew or this is what he told me. I don't know. I guess he could have lied. I still don't know because I don't have Twitter and I don't, I tried to get back on it and I, I just know for whatever reason, maybe it's because it's for him, his safe space. And so he not only was honest enough to admit that he's talking shit about me online and that's going to live forever. Um, But he, of his own accord, his own agenda already knowing how we are and what I want and what I like and my boundaries and so forth and so on already was doing that deliberately not letting people follow certain people follow him like his family was the main one because you know we struggled in the beginning with that because I was a bitch I'm a fucking bitch and um it's not a secret and so um you know, like, he wouldn't let them follow him or whatever, and uh, he didn't disclose every single detail of our dirty laundry, and so to me, I was cool with it and respected it because it's exactly how I do it, how I will do it, and I... I have so much respect and love for him to be able to do that with me, to have that kind of relationship with me. And so, like, I know that that shit's out there. And even when I was still bitch assness, fucking crazy bitch, I could see that. And I knew, like, I didn't accept it at first. Like, I wasn't like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Then, you know, whatever. No. Yeah, my feelings were hurt that he's talking shit about me out loud. But, I mean, it's either that and get it out there and then figure out how to move forward. Or he's holding it in, holding it in, holding it in until one day he just unleashes it on me and then really fucks with our relationship. And so I just thought, you know, connect the dots, Vanessa, if you don't even want to go on Twitter, it's kind of a fucking issue for you to get on there. You have to do all kinds of shit you don't want to do. Maybe this is not your place to be, and that's fine. And it's not like he's going to blindside me someday because this shit's going to come out. I mean, he can, I guess, like if he lied and he was detailing certain shit I mean whatever we'll cross that bridge if we have to but the point is that I have enough love and respect for him to give him that freedom that independence that ability to be with me because he wants to not because I think I'm his mom or because I want to tell him what to do and how to do it and you can't do this and you can't do that and then meanwhile I'm doing whatever the fuck I want 
that's the reason my relationship didn't last is because dudes would just let me do whatever the fuck I want and then I get to a point where I don't respect them anymore and then it's like I'm out because I'm bored you're boring like being too nice is not the turn on girls like to think it is I'm sorry but it's not I'm actually not sorry I want to tell more women this because (laughs) we don't get it and it's how we're conditioned and how we're treated and it's okay we can fucking fix it it's not a big deal but the point is that like even then I was in a place where I could see rationale and that's why emotions are so important for me is like yeah I have intense emotions and I know that that's intimidating and scares people and rightfully so but I don't think that should be discounted just because I've had so many times where I've used them wrong doesn't mean that they're irrelevant and can't be helpful There's got to be a middle ground and I'll find that shit because emotions are important and they don't make you weak necessarily. They can like anything, but it's not as embarrassing as I thought. Um, Emotions, like I said, I have issues with intimacy for some reason and I get uncomfortable with things sometimes which is really weird because I'm so curious that I have to know and I like just linger in the uncomfortable shit for a minute sometimes and I go back and then I come again and it's just a really weird thing with me but it's it's what I need as well I'm like afraid of it but I need it I need it and so um Oh, and then the last thing I was thinking about, the last incident, was one time, it was me, my mom, my husband, and my cousin, and we went out to eat, and I was 100% still bitch-assness, not even interested in changing or even realizing I needed to, and (sighs) I'm so fucking petty. But it um, basically, we were all talking and it was cool. And then I, my, I let my crazy brain trick me into thinking that these fools were plotting against me just because they agreed with him on something and not me. And I literally threw a tantrum. Um, I clearly remember saying something like, you guys are all against me and you don't have my back and you- I hate you, and just, like, running out, making everybody feel uncomfortable, (laughs) and I just brought the whole, um, place down, and they, they, their genuine looks of confusion was a huge alarm for me, and in retrospect, it definitely helped triggered, um, me to think, you know what, maybe it is me, maybe I'm the problem here. Because I'm the common denominator and they, like I said, genuinely didn't look like that's what they were doing. Because, you know, if somebody's trying to do that and you discover it and you fall for it, usually, you know, there's this dumb look of uh, accomplishment that people get. And they didn't have that. They were genuinely confused and, um, you know, I ruined it. Which led me, there's actually one more um, memory that I have, and it was, it was my mom and me and my husband, and uh, we were talking, and I did that again. I did that thing again, where I took what they said personal, and I'm like, you're getting up on me, and I went upstairs, and uh, was about to make an issue of it, you know, cry and whine, or whatever the fuck bitch assness did, Everything she did was fucking stupid and pointless. Well, not really, because I did learn tough lessons. Um, But I remember coming into my room, feeling emotional, and, like, just going through the process of um, derailing the emotional train 
from running amok and fucking everything up and it was the first time I was able to do that in the moment because I had gotten to the place where I would I'd click my brain would switch to crazy and I could feel myself going down bitch assness road and I but I couldn't stop it I couldn't interfere and self-correct it I just I had to watch it and feel myself go through it just saying words out of habit no longer really attached and so this was the first time I was able to in the moment stop that train from continuing and then it was like a 10 to 20 minute talk to myself about what was really going on why was I triggered what was happening why were they doing that probably not if not why did I think that what led me and I just got to this place where I was like okay I acted crazy um I can't change that I'm gonna go back and you know just say that not thinking about anything really just that and I come downstairs and before I can even say my apology and that I recognized what I was doing and it wasn't right both of them were so shocked and my husband literally said this is the first time you've ever come back meaning I would go crazy and be so stubborn and hard-headed that I would never ever come back because I would think it's a weakness or you know like I had this delusional idea of what strength was and I thought vulnerability um was only a liability and that's all it could ever be but that's not true it can be a liability but if you learn how to manage it for yourself it becomes an asset and I was blown away because I had no idea none whatsoever and of course I immediately thought this is the confusion that they felt when I, that one time we went out to eat and I acted crazy because I was like, what the fuck? What do you mean? I literally said, what do you mean? I've never come back. And both of them were like, yeah, you don't ever come back. If you get mad, you stay mad. And then even if you're not mad later, you never come back to the situation and continue. And it was such a proud moment for me. And this happened a while back and the point of this conversation is just to remind myself that for so long I was in a place where I thought I'd never change I thought that this is who I was and I just I got the short end of the stick and there was nothing I could do about it I'd never change and then I started doing things and failing and doing things and failing and I thought I'm never gonna learn I'm stupid I can't change this I can't do it and it's just the constant repetition and persistence and the willingness to not give up even though I would feel that I was doing it in vain like I was just doing this stuff but I was never gonna change what if I never changed and I just I had to fight through these feelings and everything all the time every single fucking day And I was breaking down, but really what I was doing is just retraining my muscles, using them in a different way, using who I am and what I have in my brain in different ways, ways I've never dreamed of before that I didn't understand before that I really had to, you know, delve through YouTube to get to this place where I'm like, oh, okay, it's the mindset. You work from the inside out. Success is inside out job. You know, people just think, oh, they magically are number one. It's a miracle. I forgot the term that they use. Overnight success. But no, success starts. Success for me started the moment I began this journey. The moment I committed to changing. To agreeing that my life isn't what I wanted. And knowing I didn't have it in me to off myself and so that option was cut off for me and the only other thing to do I thought was okay well then what do I do now how do I get out of this if I can't kill myself 
but I know I'm not where I want to be. And I feel so far away from that. How do I start? Where do I go? What do I do? And I just did it. I just stumbled through things and failed and failed. And for so long, I would judge myself so harshly. Like, even on this podcast, I'm like, every single... I can't even tell you how many days I told myself, I'm going to post every single day. Every single day, I'll say something. And it didn't fucking happen. It took years. Fucking years. I just started being consistent on this podcast. And this is something that I was doing years ago in my head. I was figuring out, okay, how do I get that vision of me? How do I see myself being this person who can post every day? Who has something to say every day? Who has something to work towards every day? Like, who do I need to become? How do I do that? And I had no idea. I just, I started making shit up. I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a journal and I'm going to call it a success journal. And I'm just going to write everything that I think it takes to be successful. And I'm on fucking 40 journals later and I still haven't really moved in the sense of like what this world expects to see but everything has changed I am not that same person anymore and it took so fucking much for me to just get here just get here like where it's oh it's so easy for Vanessa to put out podcasts now because she's just doing it and putting them out and putting them out not thinking about it yeah That's true. I've had like three years of just fucking imagining it, of willing myself to have the courage to step out and start saying things, knowing that I'll look stupid, knowing I'll be wrong, knowing that there's going to be ultimately negativity coming for me. But that shit didn't fucking matter anymore. It's like the more I learned about me, the more I cared about me. And caring about me and prioritizing me helped me not only do that for myself, but for the people around me. There was a time when I was just talking shit to everybody who loved me. And who wants to be around that? And then I learned that like, oh, that's not how you talk to people actually. You need to praise them and encourage them. And you need to be genuine and sincere. It can't be some fucking fake ass shit because that don't work. And that shit's easy for me to do. I can be genuine in my praise. And I do that every day now. And the other day on a podcast, I talked about how I just yelled at my mom. I yelled at her because she interrupted me. and I was in a flow. But she doesn't know what I'm doing. And I was going to apologize. Because, you know, it compelled me. But then she like me, learn to adapt. She didn't hold me to that. And she instantly forgave me without me having to do that. Meaning to me that she is picking her battles better for within our relationship. And we didn't have to do that song and dance because I've had that conversation with her so many fucking times. And so many times I was like, this is pointless. This is not doing anything. All we're doing is yelling at each other and nothing's being done but that wasn't true at all it's just constant repetition standing in my strength um trusting that i am doing what i have to do for me without trying to infringe on others and i'm genuinely trying to just have better relationships with myself and others And I don't have to force it as much anymore. It's just happening. It's like people really do better when you're praising them and loving them. And it's still a struggle. Like for my mom example, she she's the type of person who is always nagging and bitching about something. And like she she do this thing where. You know, you could clean the kitchen, but if the trash was full, she would only talk about the trash. And it's not that she's a bad person. And it's not even that she doesn't care. It's that she just didn't know. Like, we don't understand behavior and psychology and people. 
We don't learn that. Okay, you don't want to teach us about money in school? Fine. But teach us how to fucking interact with each other. But people don't know. They don't know how to do it. They just stumble, and then people try to fuck them up mentally, physically, emotionally, and then they let it happen because you don't know better, and then it makes you hard, and then you do that to other people, and it's just a vicious cycle that you can't get out of without intention, and I fucking got tired of that cycle, and I wanted out, and I'm getting out. I'm not, I don't fit in it anymore, and I never thought I would even get here. You know, my mom still does things like that, but I don't let it get to me as much because my brain's no longer saying, oh, see that she's just picking on you. She's doing this and that, the other. My brain's going, she doesn't get it and it's okay. She's spending way too much energy on that negativity and we don't even, we're not even going to pick it up. We're just going to leave it where it is and move forward. We don't have time for that and we don't judge her for it when we don't look down on her for it. We love her, we appreciate her, and as soon as she does something that I love and appreciate, I fucking say it to her out loud. All the time. Like, I tell her all the time that she inspired me to change. She was one of the persons in my life I looked to where I said, you know what, my mom changed. I didn't like her at one point, because she was basically bitch-assness, and she was just hurt, and you know, I could feel that, and she was kind of mean, and not like my dad at all, and I didn't like her, I didn't trust her, I, not that I didn't trust her, but you know, I didn't want to talk to her, or like hang around her really, and then my dad died, and my Nino died, and she realized that she had to change if she wanted our relationship to be better, like her relationship with her kid, her, me and my brother, and she really stepped up and did that, she took a class to deal with the pain of losing somebody and she took her mental health seriously a small step she was willing to be vulnerable with strangers and she brought that in her relationship with us and I can't speak for my brother but I tell her all the time that I saw her change I didn't know how she did it I didn't appreciate it in the way I do now when I saw it but she helped me realize that we could do things that I could do things that I it's okay that I lived a life that was so shitty and fucked up I could change she did why couldn't I and it took so fucking long to get here but goddamn it's worth it it's like it's so true nothing feels like it's changing for so long and you try so hard and you just keep fucking up and failing and then all of a sudden there's like this glimmer of hope of change and I tell people all the time like the true measure of somebody changing is people outside of you noticing it so much they feel compelled to tell you like my brother is one of my harshest critics and he's fair he's very fair I realize now. So when he went out of his way to tell me that I've changed, I knew it was true because he doesn't say shit to make me feel good. He's honest with me. He's always been. Even when I didn't like it, even when it hurt, especially. And fucking look at me now. People don't get it. They don't know what I'm doing and what, how I nurture myself, how I love myself, how I'm there for myself now. And it's okay because I don't have time to care about what they think of me. I'm too busy just trying to get it, just staying in my lane, trying to fucking figure this shit out, getting confidence more and more. Every time I look back and I see progress and I see that I can do what I say I'll do might take me fucking years but I'll do it and I learn and adapt and figure it out and so I just wanted to talk about a few moments where I was really terrible and that were sticking out to me in my head today just to remind myself and people that it doesn't matter where you are right now all that matters is what you decide for yourself 
And it doesn't matter how long it takes to get there. It doesn't matter what people see or what they think or how they feel, really. If you're doing it for yourself, you know, hopefully with the highest good of all in mind. And just side note, I just do that because I never want to impose my will onto people, especially when I know that people aren't consciously always in tune with themselves and they don't understand how they're being manipulated. So I I like to put that out in the universe of like doing things for mine and all highest good to remind myself literally and in all ways to embody that that like sometimes I make decisions that are going to hurt people but it's going to do so much benefit for me and I have to trust that your hurt is going to serve you in some way that I'm not going to know about but I hope it for you and I hope that you can move forward better and stronger too I got no qualms with that I don't I don't see things like that anymore we're not in a competition together and if we are, I'm not participating because I don't give a fuck. I'm so slow, god damn it. But soon the world's going to know what I already know, and it's everything I want is mine. Everything I desire desires me. Period, point blank, and a story. Like seal the deal. It already is. Like I tell my mom all the time, I have the money, it's just not in a liquid state because that's how I feel. I know that I have wealth. I am wealth. I'm going there. That's where That's where it's going to be. That's my destination. I'm going to get there. Now that that's that, I can fucking move on with my life and live with integrity and character because I know that shit's already mine. And what's mine is mine and nobody can take it. And people who try to are only going to force me to be better and adjust and pick myself up all over again like that's the game here that's where my mentality's at and I'm so much happier and more fulfilled and confident in being this way because I work so fucking hard to get here and nobody can take that away from me they can try and they will try but nope fuck you I ain't letting you in my brain anymore Uh uh-uh You're not taking up space. There's not enough room for that. And I never thought I could be this. I thought bitch assness was who I was going to be forever. Just a cold hearted, dumb, stupid, idiot, mean, bitch, cunt, whatever. All of it. All of it wrapped up into one. And look at me now. I'm just happier. I'm fucking happier. And that's what it's that's what it takes. This is all I wanted for fucking years was just that little bit of reassurance that I was doing the right thing for myself, that I was on the right track, that even though everything in my fucking vision and I was saying the opposite, that I knew I was on the right track and it didn't matter what anybody else thinks and says and what it looks like because I can change it and I'm finally really starting to see that and feel that and believe it and everything's just getting better and like people around me are starting to realize this truth like yeah we're getting out of this she's changing I don't know what's happening but things are going to be different and it's like yes exactly exactly And I'm not taking credit for anybody being anything, but I definitely helped pave the way for this. At least for the people in my life immediately who've been here and stayed here. They're infinitely better because of it. Because of their willingness to love me for me and give me the benefit of the doubt and give me the opportunity to be in this position where it looks like nothing's going to happen, but... They're trusting. That means so much more to me than any material thing in this world. And I will always do everything I can to take care of my people. My inner circle and anybody else that comes in my path that I could help. Because that's who I am. And 
I was just so angry and hurt for so long, for so goddamn long. And I hated people who were happy. Fucking hated them. Because fuck you for having the audacity to be happy and confident and loving and kind when I'm over here hurt and I don't know how to change it. And it just seeps deeper and deeper into my soul until I'm basically just a black hole of fucking darkness and everything that's negative. I've been there. Barely getting out of there. I'm still technically in that hole. I'm just on the ladder. (laughs) Uh, Moving up, falling, and getting back up. I'm just relentless in this pursuit. Because I deserve to be happy. And I'm better for myself and every single fucking person around me and in this world when I take care of me first. And I love me. And I only expect that of me because everything else and everybody else who chooses to love me in the way that I feel is best for me. They don't have to. They choose to. And that means more to me than basically everything else in this world. And so, yeah, I do it for the people I love the most but this is mostly for me to believe that I am somebody and I have valuable things to offer regardless of what you might think or know and I just I gotta be thankful this is a time for me to step back and just have so much gratitude and love and respect for the universe and myself and everybody around me. So if I can help you in any way, just give the people you love a genuine compliment. Especially if you want to yell at them because they just did something you hate. Because if we call out the good things, people remember that shit and they feel good and they think... Well, they were happy when I did this. Let me do that. And they, you know, you don't know what they could do. They just start living differently and feeling differently. And that's so important. So I hope you experience tons of miracles and acts of kindness. And that especially if you're in that sour spot, darkness, And you hate everything and everyone. I hope you're shown the most kindness. In a genuine, sincere way. Because it means so much. Yeah, it can be corny, whatever. But (laughs) it's still beautiful. It still is. (laughs) So, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for your time. It means so much. Because otherwise, I'm just talking to myself in these four walls. And (sighs) I do that anyway, so... Thank you.